0: Hello, I'm Dave Blasco coming to you from Central Arizona. And I'm David Kramer coming to you from Northern California. Dave and I have been friends since the early 80s when we were college roommates.
1: And we finally found the perfect medium
0: to share our wisdom with the world, or at least our opinions. And between us we have two engineering degrees, two masters degrees, an economics degree, and over 60 years of work experience and wisdom from being fathers
1: (laughs) and we're making this podcast together to try and help each other and hopefully you the listener to save money and to fight autocracy
0: and so today we're going to break that script and not talk about saving money but rather talk about the recent democratic debate that was on
1: yes we are here together thursday october 17th uh just this week in on a stage in ohio 12 of the top candidates for the democratic uh primary were on one stage
0: and that's up two from last time around so i think if i'm doing the math right two out of ten twenty percent increase over last time twenty percent better than the last debate
1: all sorts of choices <laughs> i thought subjectively i thought this was the best debate. I thought the rules were better or better enforced, and while there was some feiciness, in general,
0: people were respectful and polite. Uh, you know, it's, uh, you're right. I, that's great insight, because I hadn't really thought about it, but I, I thought the, the the rules worked really nicely where people answered the questions, and there wasn't a lot of butting in. Um, like on the previous debates, there were some candidates who were just trying to butt in. It was just, I found it kind of irritating, if you will.
1: Yes, and there was some uh, aggressiveness and some definite difference of opinions, but I think they shook things out pretty well. And um, I'm not sure if we changed a whole lot of minds, but uh, I think we're starting to see people work their way into their lanes.
0: Yeah, ag- ag- agreed. You know, so I think. Um, Elizabeth Warren got a lot of time uh, in the debates. I don't have my uh, stats in front of me in terms to total talk time, but uh, folks were taking some shots at her. And, I, and I, my personal opinion is I think she did OK coming out of it. Um, but she certainly I think she certainly took the brunt of some of the questioning from the candidates because she is seen as one of the one of the front runners along with um, Biden and Bernie.
1: Yeah, clearly she was getting treated like the front runner. I heard the uh, minutes of speaking stats, and she was way ahead. But I did not—I uh, don't have them in front of me. I want to say she was 22 minutes, and Biden was next at 16.
0: That—that that sounds about—that sounds about right to me, because she got a lot of time.
1: Yeah, I think uh, seven of the minutes were saying uh, costs will go down. Uh, no matter how many times people said, "Will taxes go up?"
0: Will taxes go up? And and I was listening to the pundits later, and sh- I mean, she was very skillfully. She was not going to be heard saying that your taxes are going to go up, so her opponent could use that in a soundbite in a TV commercial.
1: Yeah, and I don't know. It probably not fair of the others to try and get her to say that because I don't. I don't see how it helps them. It, it helps the other Democrats.
0: I don't see how it, I don't see how it helps e- either. But some folks are pressing her to say that, and there's just no way she was going to say that. No, there was nothing that was going to make her say that on TV for sure.
1: Yeah, she seems pretty focused. And you know, Bernie was there to go in and explain what the truth is, because that's his
0: brand. Um, so now, that Bernie looked pretty good for a guy having a heart attack, not he very long ago.
1: He got had one of the few laugh lines when he did, I'm fine I want to talk about something else
0: <laughs> yeah yeah but I thought given the fact he had a heart attack recently he i I think uh, I thought he looked pretty good
1: yeah he did he's still I, way too old
0: I think his hair looked better this time than last time so it was one of the notes <laughs> I t- the superficial notes that I'm taking because we have we had to talk about that I thought his hair looked a little bit less unkempt than it was the last debate
1: no yeah, I think he get uh uh, $2 off at Supercuts if you bring a coupon from
0: getting a stent. <laughs> oh, you're hitting me where it hurts. Oh, my goodness sake, So I have one of those coupons in my wallet. <laughs> uh,
1: Amy Klobuchar finally came out and spoke aloud.
0: Yeah, a lot of... Um, there's, there's folks in my family who watch the debates together. There's probably five or six of us here, and a lot of uh, folks do like her. Um, the way she carries herself. So she has some fans in, in the Blasco household, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, I, I like her policies. Um, she's not quite as funny as she thinks. But, you know, points for trying.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not sure. I was thinking, going back to the superficial things, I was looking at things like we talked about hair. So I was thinking about, I'm not sure if Beto O'Rourke is dying his hair or not. I can't quite figure it out. I wrote my, that i was I would have sworn last debate that he's dying his hair, but i wasn't quite so sure this time i don't know if you have any thoughts about that.
1: I was wondering if he made a mistake fashion wise you remember there's the rumor that Richard Nixon lost to Kennedy because he wore a blue suit against a blue background and you couldn't see him on t v mm-hmm. and Beto was wearing a blue suit and a blue tie and his gray hair looked kind of blue, and they had that blue CNN background. He kind of disappeared.
0: Interesting. I did not pick up that. Um, could be because I have a cheap TV compared to yours, though. I don't know. I, I, tried to, I tried to get all the um, suit colors, and I believe all the gentlemen were wearing blue suits, some of different shades. That's at least in my notes. That's what I wrote down. Uh, I don't have a picture in front of me to take a look at it, but... Uh, Huh? Interesting. So I'm not quite sure if he was dying his hair. I could have sworn last time he was dying his hair, but I'm not quite sure if if I this time it didn't look it didn't look like he was doing that.
1: Because he's in his early forties, I think, and he seemed to have gray hair.
0: Yeah, his hair is definitely graying in the edges, but if for some reason it seemed like when I in my mind I pictured him with a little bit more gray hair than than I than than what I pictured him in the say that this third and fourth debate. Yes, several people wore
1: plain blue ties, which isn't something I would normally consider maybe it, uh, but i am guessing that probably looks better on t v that not too much uh busyness
0: I didn't notice anything about the the one tie that I thought stood out was Tom Starr's tie he had like the I don't know what you call it, the tartan kind of looking tie. I'm not yeah, sure what you did jump out <laughs> and, and that's just a tie I mean it was unique you just don't usually see something like that usually it's something kind of boring um mm-hmm. Yeah, and he didn't tie
1: it very well. You'd think a billionaire could afford to have his valet properly tie his tie for him.
0: (laughs) So my vote for the most interesting tie goes to Mr. Steyer, right? So first time on the debate stage this year. He actually did surprisingly
1: well, I thought. I had very low expectations for him, but he spoke clearly and made his points. I can't see voting for him, but uh, he did better than I thought he would.
0: Yeah, he did fine. He's got a lot of practice doing um, his anti-Trump television commercials over the last uh, couple of years. So I, I suspect he gets a lot of public speaking opportunities out of that as well. But yeah, he did fine.
1: Well, that's interesting. I've never seen one of those. But as uh, you know, since I live in a deep blue state uh... frequently we don't get any kind of uh... democrat versus republican uh... commercials here so oh,
0: really not not the uh, vo- not the move to impeach We i've seen his commercials quite a bit because he'll run a he'll run the need to impeach commercial on trump not so much the pre. I, i've seen ads for him running for president but he's running the ads where he is um... basically running an anti-trump message and yeah, the need to impeach in the bay area there's no point in trying to convince those folks. There Everybody's down. voted to impeach already. They're on. They're on. They're on that train already. Yeah, maybe out in the Central Valley or down in um, uh, Orange County, but got to go to Bakersfield Fox. to be seen that out in Bakersfield, right? Yep. Gotcha. I,
1: I was. Uh, we were texting back and forth a bit during the uh, debate, and I got to admit, I'm. Uh, I, I can see why people get excited about your uh, boy uh, Yang when he came out and said. The answer is a value-added tax. I was impressed. Ooh, ooh, ooh! Bells going off.
0: Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I thought, I thought the uh, interesting. The, I I have a little column here on my on my spreadsheet that I kept. And uh, Yang had the interesting uh, the, the interesting thing. I don't know if you noticed his math uh, lapel pin there. I did. He got a lot of publicity about that, right? Is it an ackerman mean agent's taking hit? <laughs> Oh my goodness sakes! And Mr. Yang was without without tie again. So I, I guess that's a straight signature trademark. And you know we've debated that. I think you know tie serves no functional purpose in these times. It's just a showy thing to dress up to to prove that you're dressed up. I guess right. So uh, Andrew had no tie again.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was interesting. Uh, there was one spot where uh, Tulsi Gabbard and Mayor Pete really got into it. I thought that was. A little sad there are only two veterans beating the crap out
0: of each other. Beat each other, yeah. And then Telsey uh, wore the um, white pantsuit, and I'm trying to think. I think she may have done the white pantsuit in a previous debate, but I can't remember what she wore before. Well, it does jump
1: out at you that uh, women have to fight uphill on a lot of things, but it does get your catch your eye, and uh, you know, I don't think Julian Castro
0: could have got away
1: with. Wearing a white on white suit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm looking back in the, uh, at at the, the at the uh, earlier debate where they had the two nights, and she was wearing a white pantsuit. So maybe it's the same white pantsuit. My the ladies in my family reminded me that uh, a lot of times ladies will wear that because that's what the suffragettes wore in their fight for um, equal rights for for voting equal rights. So yes, I remember that. Yeah, well,
1: I wasn't around when suffrage was a movement, but uh, it was a thing with Hillary Clinton. Yep.
0: Yeah, yep. Yeah so I was just thinking about what people wore and then uh, going down the ladies we were talking about I think uh, Elizabeth Warren wore her purple outfit again I think uh, this time around and uh, I think in the previous debate I think she wore uh, going back to look at my notes here I think she wore uh, I don't think she wore her purple outfit last time around I think she wore yeah it was her, her, she wore her red outfit so this time I thought we were thinking that she was wearing her purple outfit to be that combination of, of red and blue right
1: oh no. yeah that's bold
0: yeah but last time Warren she wore red she wore purple this time so and then what else did I think was interesting uh, the men were pretty much boring they all wore um, blue suits some a little bit lighter than others and then uh, there was some debate about whether any of the ladies were going to wear a dress and I think Amy Klobuchar wore uh, I think what we determined it was, was a skirt blazer combination that was purplish it wasn't a dress per se
1: yeah, she wore purple on purple. I watched her get interviewed after the debate by the CNN crowd.
0: Yeah. Um, hmm.
1: I'm trying to see. I'm on 538 looking at the before and after polls. Yep. And it looks like everybody improved, which doesn't seem mathematical. How's that possible?
0: possible? How's that possible?
1: Um. So I guess the question was share of respondents who are considering voting for each candidate. So they must have, okay, they're about to do, I don't know, this doesn't add up to hundred, but still what it's showing is Joe Biden was at 55.1 and went to 56.5. So one and a half points. Whereas Warren went from 49.5 to 52.1. So she had a bigger move. Pete Buttigieg up to 24.8. Bernie slipped a little bit from 39 to 38. Uh, Amy Klobuchar had a big move from 6.6 to 10.2. Still got a little ways to go there, Amy. Um, And Tulsi Gabbard is... Bringing up the rear at 4.7%, but that was up from 3.8%. Hmm. Huh.
0: It's
1: like, uh, was it Lake Wobegon, where all the students are above average?
0: Yeah. All the women are good looking and the, st- or the children are above average. Exactly. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joe Biden's still, still
1: up there and spending all that Ukrainian money on ads, I guess. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, I, you know, overall, I think, I, I, to your point, I did like the format. I thought it was a, the better debates because there weren't people interrupting, which I found kind of irritating. Back in when they had the two nights, there were just some interruptions that I found really irritating and, like, uh, de Blasio wouldn't let stuff go and and it was a way to make your mark, but I felt that this focused more on the uh, topics at hand and getting an answer about the topics at hand. Yes,
1: and... It feels like there was a lot of people up there, but I felt like I heard from everybody. Because, um, well, you'd seen most of them before, but the the two, no, the one we hadn't seen before, he got, he got a little bit of coverage. I, I think I understand where he's coming from.
0: It's interesting I'm on 538 as well. I didn't think Julian Castro got a lot of time, but actually he's the third from the bottom. Tom Starr spoke the least. Tulsi Gabbard was... Next up and then Julian Castro because I just I didn't I didn't feel like he stood out where in the prior debate I thought he got well he got some airtime because he was going after Biden pretty hard yeah
1: yeah the people who I'm willing to write off at this point are Beto O'Rourke um, he just yeah I, I, I don't see him exciting anybody uh, and I'll say Well, Tom Steyer, Tulsi Gabbard, and Julian Castro. And Kamala's, phew, she's kind of sucking wind, Kamala Harris. She needs to break out of this lackadaisical, uh, smoking dope thing. I don't know. She just doesn't. How so? What do you mean by that? She's, I I, I don't know, her energy doesn't feel right. When um, I was watching the last debate not this one my wife said is she on some kind of drugs she doesn't seem to be very aware today Hmm. she doesn't do a great job of working her canned comments in Hmm. i I thought she came off really badly when she was trying to beat up uh senator warren to um agree with her to try and kick trump off twitter and it it was just seemed like a nonsensical argument
0: gotcha yeah, I'm I'm lukewarm on um, Kamala. I'm uh, kind of lukewarm. Interesting, huh?
1: On paper, I thought she would be the one that might get some bef- before the whole thing started. But I thought she might be the one to get some excitement, the kind of um, first ever kind of thing like you had with Obama. Uh, right. And she's tough on crime, and she's well educated, and
0: yeah, uh, she was a prosecutor, right? So she yeah. is. That's with her job, right? Prosecutor.
1: And she kind of beat the crap out of uh, what's-his-name, Kavanaugh. Um, But she just uh, doesn't seem to have the presence when she's up there with all these other big personalities.
0: Yeah. Hmm. But
1: I like uh, like Buttigieg's politics probably better than anybody's up there. I think he's got the right middle-of-the-road approach to things.
0: Yeah, he was getting some kudos in the from the Blasco gathering crowd. I think there's a lot of folks in our little. We'll do a little debate watching party. That uh, I, I think there's a certain subset of folks that like him, and then um, I think some of the ladies like Amy Klobuchar.
1: Yeah, and apparently donors like him. He raised a lot of money, more than Joe Biden.
0: Buttigieg did. Yeah, in the last quarter, ten million okay. bucks or something. Wow. Okay, that is a pretty good amount.
1: Yeah, uh, I haven't seen any of his commercials, but I don't watch a lot of commercials. Is he doing that yet? I probably probably spending all his money in Iowa and New Hampshire. huh?
0: I would imagine. I have not seen any commercials here. Of course, we, we're not going to have a primary for a long time, so I would imagine the only the only commercials I'm I see with the Time Star commercials, but they're more um, about uh, impeaching Trump than they're about his campaign.
1: Yeah, not to get off our off topic topic, but uh, I'm starting to wonder. If, Um, Trump wants to get impeached. He's really kind of
0: gotten frazzled even for him. I think we're in for a wild ride at this point. So I think buckle up your seatbelts. We're in for a wild ride. It is uh, more than I would ever dream possible. Yeah. Yeah, that's why these...
1: This primer is actually pretty important because I'm fairly convinced that any decent candidate could uh, win this race, but
0: not any one of those people. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, but I think, but I, I think I've seen polling that says the top three candidates, like Biden, Sanders, Warren, all beat Trump in a head-to-head matches. I think, I think I've seen all those three beating Trump in head-to-head matchups.
1: Yeah, I've seen that too, but um those republican operatives are pretty smart once they got a target to concentrate their fire on um i i you know i i don't it, it'll be a lot tougher
0: yeah it'll come down to a limited amount of states right because there's no it's not going to be a contest in california it's not going to be a contest in new york it'll come down to a limited uh, set of states right
1: Yes. So can Medicare for all and free college, is that going to win over those purple states in the middle of the country?
0: I don't know. I'm not sure free college would, but I, I I think Medicare for all might win folks over, but it's a hard argument to make.
1: Yeah. And Sanders and Warren are both protectionists. Um, and that is probably one of the things to put Trump over the top.
0: Yeah, I think some of the same voters that like Donald Trump would like Bernie and and, and uh, Warren for the same reasons there. God, they're so old, though. Oh, well. We shall see. People are living longer. <laughs> we have some old candidates, though. Biden, Bernie, and and Trump is old, too. Elizabeth's a little bit younger. Um, yes, and Old Alex candidates. Yeah, no. yeah 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 but we ha- i mean trump too is one of the you know is one of the oldest presidents bernie bernie and biden would both be some of the oldest presidents right these baby boomers
1: just won't give it up they're gonna hang on to power by The la- they have
0: probably power. the last round
1: <laughs> yeah we'll see i guess uh <laughs> uh warren is a full eight years younger than bernie she could run yeah. two more times.
0: Yeah, she and I'll say this. I said this before. She looks. She looks good for her age, right? Uh, um,
1: she's the healthiest-looking seventy-year-old, blonde-haired, blue-eyed Native American I've ever seen.
0: I, <laughs> I think she looks good for her age. So ah. she's doing something right. All. all right. So we have any other key facts? I want to get no. those out of the way before we ask that. What is our, our normal critical question is the knife fight question.
1: Boy, I'm going to go with Tulsi Gabbard. She had a little angry streak there. I wouldn't, if uh, if I met her in a dark alley, I'd turn and run the other way.
0: You know, and, I, and I'm thinking I might go through as well because I've, I've picked Buttigieg. So dark, for our listeners who haven't been clued in, our critical question is who do we want to face off against Vladimir Putin in a knife fight? <laughs> And we want to make sure that we represent the United States is represented the best we can. And so I've voted for Buttigieg just because I figured that military training is worth something. I think um, you know I think we haven't talked about Cory Booker tonight. Cory or is a um, an athlete. Yep, big guy. Pretty big guy, right? You know.
1: It's got vegan power.
0: Got vegan power. So it's all you know. It's all muscle. There's no there's no fat there big guy so i think cory might do but i think you're right tulsi has that military training as well and uh maybe she might be the person to take on vladimir putin in, in in the proverbial knife fight
1: yeah i think cory booker would hesitate and talk about being nice to each other and uh that that split second would be enough for him to get slit in the jugular
0: And Tulsi, I think, just wouldn't go for any of that BS. She'd know what she's there for, and she wouldn't go for it, and she'd take Vlad out.
1: Yep, while the uh, referee was reading the rules. All right. (laughs) Might take the referee out, too. So
0: so tonight we're going to go with Tulsi to defend America in the knife fight against Vladimir Putin.
1: (laughs) All right. So uh, I think we should wrap it up there, and um, looking forward to the next debate.
0: Until that time, you take care, listeners. Take care, and uh, let's mark that next debate on your calendar. And we'll see if we have uh, if we add more candidates to the next debate or not.
1: And whatever your politics, get out there and vote. That's what we're here for. It's
0: a good tip. All right, Mr. Kramer, we'll talk to you soon.